Would the Green Bay Packers be looking to trade Aaron Rodgers if Jordan Love stunk? Plus, what is the future at offensive line for Green Bay? How does it connect to these Aaron Rodgers trade reports? Plus, John Butchko from Locked On Jets joins me to talk a little bit about the Aaron Rodgers potential trade from New York side. All of that on today's show. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Touchdown! You are locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for the leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Yeah, a lot, a lot more people listening lately, last couple of days. I wonder why that is. Shout out to everybody who is over here. Shout out to the Jets fans who have also made their way over. And it's a great day for that because John Butchko from Locked on Jets joins the show um, to talk about all this from the Jets standpoint. He had a great take earlier this week that the Jets were after the Derek Carr uh, signing in New Orleans in a position that they did not want to be, and that is Aaron Rodgers or bust, which provides the Packers some leverage. We will talk to John about that coming up a little bit later. This is a question I get asked now on every single radio hit that I do. It's a question I get asked on Twitter constantly. It's a question I get from friends and family in texts, and it is Jordan Love. Is he ready? And to me, I think what has become abundantly clear is that there is a definitive change in the way that the Green Bay Packers view Jordan Love in terms of his viability as a future starter. That if Jordan Love had only been the player that they saw in 2020 or even for stretches of 2021 before the 2021 into 2022 offseason because that was where the growth really took off. I don't think they would be in the position now to say, Aaron, thanks, but no thanks. We know over the last two years that while I don't think it's fair to say that they have given it at every turn because they just as easily could have traded him in that spring of um, 2021. They didn't. They called his bluff on retirement and said, no, come up, but come back and play. We know you're not giving back $30 million. They called his bluff then. And I think in a way they're calling his bluff now on retirement. This is certainly an opportunity to move on from Aaron Rodgers, but it would only be an opportunity, a true desirable outcome, if they truly believed in Jordan Love. This situation with New York, whatever's happening there, would not be happening if they didn't believe in Jordan Love. And so it is two crucial pieces. Jordan Love being ready is in a lot of ways, the second step. 
The first step is you have to have a desire to move on. Now, I think you can make the case that the selection of Jordan Love indicated a willingness, not a desire, a willingness to move on from Aaron Rodgers. And you go back to a show a couple of weeks ago in which I said, you know, this is not really new territory. This power structure with Brian Gutekunst and Mark Murphy have known the combustibility of this situation for a long time. They have dealt with some of the frustrations, the brunt of Aaron Rodgers' anger over the way that his relationship with the team has been handled and free agency has been handled and a lot of different things over the course of the last, you know, decade plus, decade and a half with Aaron Rodgers under center. But you can't have a desire to move on until Aaron Rodgers shows significant signs of decline and or the juice no longer becomes worth the squeeze. So you have the 2019 season, the 2020 season, the 2020 draft happens, and Aaron Rodgers is unhappy. Guess who knows? Matt LaFleur, Brian Gutekinds, Mark Murphy. Everyone knows that whole season, Rodgers is not happy about it. We have reports. He was talking to other players saying, tell your GMs to come trade for me. Players in the locker room who are like, I mean, I heard some stuff that he was saying. We all thought he was just sort of joking. He's Aaron. He says stuff like that sometimes. You know, he he is, is sort of notorious for, you know, teasing Mike McCarthy about taking Alex Smith, like these are slights that he holds on to in a real way, right? This has been part of his mythos for as long as he's been in the NFL. But then in 2020, he's the MVP. So whatever misgivings he has about the organization, whatever vitriol he aimed at the organization, Brian Gutekind, Mark Murphy, whomever, it's worth it because you're getting an MVP player, you go to the NFC Championship game, you were a defensive meltdown in the first half or an offensive mm, struggle in the second half from going to the Super Bowl. 2021, we know everything that happened in that spring. Rodgers comes back, you sing Kumbaya, and you go chase a title. I think their best chance at a title. And... They probably should have won one of those two Super Bowls. They were good enough to have won one of those two Super Bowls. No question. You can make the case they should have won both. But Aaron Rodgers, the MVP, again, again, even after throwing his hissy fit, the last dance, he's the MVP again. And so, okay. Not a willingness to move on. But then, you have a situation where he signs this contract, this mega deal that potentially hamstrings your team in a year if he moves on. The idea, and Brian Gutekunst said this, and I think we're going to go back to this quote and understand why we are here now. Brian Gutekunst said at the beginning of this offseason, we thought that was a two-year commitment at least. That was a, that on our end, that was a long-term commitment to Aaron Rodgers. Now, maybe that's bluster. Maybe that is just posturing. 
But that was not said without some foresight. That was not something that he just popped up. That was, he, he gave thought to that comment before he made it. He knows he has to when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. This is what we understand now over the last year. The reporting from Mike Silver that, that the team felt like he took the money and ran. Didn't go to OTAs. Didn't help out his team. Didn't build that early rapport with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs and Sammy Watkins. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes having special throwing sessions with his new receivers. Let's get acclimated. Let's get to know each other. Let's build some chemistry. Doing the bare minimum is not something franchise quarterbacks tend to do. And as I reported on the show, and as I, I took considerable heat from certain people, certain prominent friends of Aaron Rodgers and people who follow him, not everyone in that locker room loved the way this year was handled. The subtle shots in the media, the not so shuttle, shuttle shots, tongue twister, in the media. The, the bragging about the highest graded game when you didn't play well and your team lost. That stuff. When you're not getting an MVP performance, no longer flies. It no longer flies. And so now you reach that inflection point. When you have Jordan Love making that ascension. Remember, this is the second part. But the first part is you need a willingness from the Green Bay Packers to move on from Aaron Rodgers. And once it got to the point where the play on the field no longer outweighed the attitude issues the leadership problems, the commitment issues that the team already knew existed. Once that happened, then you can get to the Jordan Love piece of it. And it just so happened that those two things reached their water level at the same time. It just so happened that Jordan Love is, is punctuating this ascension against the Eagles 15 years almost to the day practically, of when Aaron Rodgers did it against the Cowboys in a season where Rodgers has his worst statistical season since his rookie year. Well, his first year as a starter, I guess not his rookie year. And he has more injuries and we know all of the other stuff going on off the field. And then really to just put a bow on all of it, despite having signed a contract that the Packers thought was a real and meaningful commitment Aaron Rodgers gets cold feet and says, eh, I might retire. Um, it has to be the right fit. And starts hinting that a trade could be possible. That's not what the Packers signed up for. And that is no longer, given his level of play, an acceptable stance. That is, in a lot of ways, the last straw. And so now, it is time it seems like this decision has been made. Tom Silverstein, I thought, put it pretty plainly on his Twitter feed yesterday when he was like, Bob McGinn and I have been saying for a couple weeks now that this is over, that the Packers want to move on and the, the national media is only just now catching up. The Packers want to move on. And that is an Aaron Rodgers thing. But it is importantly 
also a Jordan Love thing. You have to have a better option. And now, especially when you add in the draft capital that you're going to get from Aaron Rodgers, now is that time. Now is that time. All right, a lot more to come on today's episode of Locked on Packers. We've got John Butchko from Locked on Jets, and we've got a discussion around offensive line values. But first, the midway point in the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use, then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. We're coming up on the NCAA tournament, so a lot of great stuff to uh, bet on there. We're coming up on some big golf events, um, and so just just get with it. Get with the program with FanDuel if you haven't already, and don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Aaron Rodgers is not yet a New York Jet, but it's not for lack of trying. The entire powers that be of the New York Jets went out to California Earlier this week to talk to Aaron Rodgers, perhaps to convince Aaron Rodgers to come play in New York. But as of now, no trade with Green Bay has been finalized. Joining me now, the man who said this is exactly where the Jets didn't want to be. John Butchko from Locked On Jets. And and John, we we had what I thought was a great take of yours on earlier this week. Um, But here the Jets are. So how do they find a way to get a good deal still given what is desperate times? How do they avoid the desperate measures? Well, I think we're in desperate measures. On Wednesday afternoon, there seemed to be a coordinated tweet storm at Aaron Rodgers among Jets players that seemed like it came from the management. I don't know how they think that that's going to finally make Aaron Rodgers want to come to New York. I don't know how they think that's going to impact things i think the best thing the jets have going for them right now is at least as far as we know it does not seem like there's another team that's interested in rogers so at least they're not bidding against anybody else right now and you know right now there's one of three scenarios that could play out rogers could just say i'm staying in green bay he could say i want to retire or he could say i want to go somewhere else and the fact that there's no other team and that could change at any minute there is a you know any number of teams could jump in but the fact that if he wants to go somewhere else, the Jets are the only team that's expressed interest and they obviously want him badly. That means that maybe the, the price, as far as the trade goes, won't be so high. And look, I mean, the other thing is their desperation could be a benefit to them because I think they'll do anything they can to get Aaron Rodgers. So I think, you know, if Roger, depending on what Rodgers wants, if Rodgers wants one of these deals, like, you know, Tom Brady or Russell Wilson had where, Hey, I, I, I don't know whether he has a personal trainer, but I want my personal trainer to have access to the facility. They'll do it. I mean, I think they'll, I think they'll do anything they can to accommodate Rodgers to make it easier for it, easier for him to decide to come to New York. Yeah. It's not so much a personal trainer in the case of Aaron Rodgers. It's his, it's his personal friends. He wants, he'll want Randall Cobb on the team. He'll want big Bob Tunyon on the team. Maybe bring in Alan Lazard. If you get the opportunity, Hey, throw David Bakhtiari in the trade. Let's see what we can do here. Like that might be the Alex Guerrero of, of all of this when it comes to what Tom Brady was trying to ask for. Uh, The, the thing that, that stands out to me, John is 
I think all three sides have a chip to play of some kind. And then it's just going to be who wants this the most. And like, is there another team that's going to come in? I don't know. For the Jets, you, you mentioned desperate measures. What do you think is fair compensation for Aaron Rodgers if you're the Jets? You know, I think when you're looking at this, you, you I mean, you, you may know better than me what Rodgers is mindset is right now i don't think you're getting rogers for more than two seasons so i think that that has to play into it i think one of the big the bigger the biggest concern i have above compensation is just the dead money that's on his contract because the way it's structured if he retires after two seasons you're hit with either a 60 million dollar cap hit in dead money in 25 or 30 and 25 and 30 and 26 so the challenge for the jets is the deal kind of has to be you can't really change the structure of the deal and be able to fit Rodgers under your cap for 23. I think that in a world where, you know, you could, you could figure it, figure it out, then your the price would go up a little bit for me. I, I think, you know, maybe some sort of, I, I think some sort of conditional pick. And, you know, you may remember if it was 15 years ago, the jets made a deal for Brett Favre and it was a, it was a, deal with many tiers of conditions mm-hmm. they, you know, there was i think there was one one tier that was far you know starts a certain number of games there was another tier they make the playoffs i think it went all the way to a first round pick if they won the super bowl because you know you win the super bowl you're willing to give up with the first round pick so i think like the one that the thing that sticks out to me is maybe something structured like that where it's contingent on what the jets get out of it i, I think the hard part is green bay is probably going to want something now and so what are you willing to give up for 2023, in addition to whatever you can put contingencies on for 2024, maybe that's ends up being what they they have to haggle over. What do you think we're waiting on? Is this is this just Aaron Rodgers to make a decision? Is this most likely compensation? Like, what do you think the most? I know we're I'm doing a very dangerous thing in asking you to get into the psyche of Aaron Rodgers, which is a fool's errand in a lot of ways. As someone who tries to do this every day, <laughs> I can tell you that that's the case. But what do you think is most likely holding up the process from being done at this point? I think it's Aaron Rodgers needs to, to make up his mind. I think, look, what what do I think that would be fair compensation for the Jets is very different from what the Jets think would be fair compensation. Sure. The Jets would be willing. To, I think the Jets are willing to pay a lot more than I am right now for Aaron Rodgers. I think that, like I think and Woody like, Johnson may be may have a different number than Joe Douglas, right? I think he does. I, I don't think there's any question about that. And I think it's up to Aaron Rodgers because I think the Jets the Jets want him badly. Look, the Jets passed on Derek Carr. I mean, I don't know if Carr would have signed if the Jets were more aggressive, but the Jets essentially saw the only other viable well, now that Lamar Jackson's available, it's a different story. But at the time, they pretty much just told the other viable option, we have no interest in you because we're gonna wait to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Even you know, even if we, even if we don't leave ourselves with a viable plan B, Aaron Rodgers is so valuable to us that we're just going to wait it out and hope we get him. We'll see if if they do. I, I think that's the most likely scenario by far at this point. Now it's just I'm just sort of like all of those memes of like, let me check my watch. Some of the yeah. Judge Judy pounding the desk. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I'm, I, I guess the way I look at it is, you know, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you can make sixty million dollars this year, and have a team that will pretty much give you whatever you want. I mean, so to me, that's why this is probably, I think this is why this is probably going to happen because you are going to walk away from $60 million and a situation where, you know, it's going to be the Aaron Rodgers show for two years. I don't see how he walks away from that. Now, you know, again, I'm trying to get myself into Aaron Rodgers' head, but it seems like a pretty good deal to me. (laughs) 
All right, thanks to John Butchko for joining the show. Great to talk to him. Uh, we're going to finish up here uh, with a little discussion about the offensive line. But before we do, thanks for making Locked on Packers your first lesson every day. Now go make your second listen Locked on NFL Draft. Damian Parson and Keith Sanchez provide in-depth coverage of the biggest NFL prospects with deep dives into the sleepers and hidden gems that can change the Packers franchise in every franchise. Find Locked on NFL Draft wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day something I just want to hit on briefly because there was a discussion yesterday on Packers Twitter about Yash Nyman because Nate Tice brought up this idea that a team should be willing to give up a second round pick for Yash Nyman that the way these restricted tenders work um, give up the pick give him the contract he is not just a functional tackle but a good NFL left tackle He didn't play as well on the right side. I understand the issues there, but he was a good left tackle for Green Bay. And if you don't believe me, go watch the Bears. Go watch a million other, not a million, but half the rest of the league. Go watch the Dolphins. Go watch Joe Burrow and the Bengals. That's a Super Bowl team. They couldn't block anybody. There are a lot of teams that could and potentially should be willing to give up capital for Yash Nyman. The comp and I, I second round pick. If you've got David Bakhtiari and Zach Tom and the 13th pick and the 15th pick and the 45th pick and whatever else, you've got an opportunity now to build something really great. But let's say. And this was something that Tom Silverstein also threw out. This was something that earlier in the day I was talking to Jake Morley and Jake Westendorf about and something that a couple days ago I was talking to uh, a league source about. And that was this potential of David Bakhtiari being a part of an Aaron Rodgers deal. In particular, because the Jets need an offensive tackle. It could be a potential way to... Get the the Jets to stop worrying about the money on the Rodgers deal and to amp up what you're offering. Two first round picks and stuff. This year's first, next year's first, and the next year's first is like, okay, well, even if Rodgers isn't playing, you've got David Bakhtiari, an all pro left tackle. Well, if you put David Bakhtiari in the deal, then you can't give up Yash Nyman because he is your left tackle. And then you've got him in restricted free agency and you've got... Um, you know, a a long-term deal that you're probably going to have to work out with him to be your long-term starter unless you're going to use, you know, Paris Johnson Jr., Dewan Jones, some of these rookies that you could draft, especially if you have an extra pick, you could go that route and get some insurance. Totally viable plan. Peter Skaronsky, same sort of of deal. I don't know if David Bakhtiari being a part of a deal like this is viable, but as Tom Silverstein pointed out, it is weird that at the Combine, which is now, you know, the start of the Combine, which was with Brian Gutekunst, is two weeks ago now. And he was saying, yeah, we, you know, we, we expect David Bakhtiari to be back. We're working on a restructure. Well, they they restructured the other big deals. So why is this one not done? And is the answer that they're trying to work on something that makes it more favorable to be a part of a trade package or is it just that they're trying to work something out so that David Bakhtiari is on this team for for more years is it 
so that, you know, they can save some more money on the cap this year and then you figure the rest out. There are a lot of potential reasons why this might be happening. And it might be as simple as David Bakhtiari would just like to know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the team. Because if he's not, maybe it changes the way that he feels about playing football long-term. Maybe all he wants to do is play one or two more years without Aaron Rodgers. Or maybe what he'd like to do is say, hey, look, let's figure this out so that in a year or two or in a year, you can cut me and I can go play with Rodgers one last time. There are a lot of things that can be done. David Bakhtiari has been a warrior for the Packers for a long time. But I don't think we can rule out him being in a deal like that. Now, you have to amp up whatever the cost is going to be if that's the case. If it's Rodgers and Bakhtiari, we're talking about two firsts, two young players, like that's real stuff. And it would save the Packers some money to do it. And maybe you rework the deal first and then you save even more money. There are a lot of ways to do this. I'm just saying the the Nyman conversation is by definition tied to the Bakhtiari conversation and vice versa. You can't trade Bakhtiari if you don't think Yash Nyman is a long-term solution or that you can get one in this draft because they don't have that guy. It's Zach Tom and that's it if Bakhtiari is not on the team beyond Yash Nyman. So having three guys, really valuable. We saw the value of it this last season where you can bench Yash Nyman, bring in Zach Tom and actually get better. But you need to make a decision like that now, because these two things are fundamentally related. If you think David Bakhtiari can play two, three more years, and he's, he's what, 30, 31? If he, you think he can play two or three more years, take the pick. A second round pick? You know, let's say you get two, you get four, you trade Aaron Rodgers for 13 and whatever. You have four picks in the top 50. You can get a quality offensive tackle in there as insurance. And then, you know, maybe, maybe Pete Skoransky is that guy. He can either play tackle or he becomes an elite guard for you. That is a terrific situation for the Packers to be in. All right, maybe we get a deal. Maybe we don't. We'll see. We'll be live if there's a deal on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live on YouTube, when we get an Aaron Rodgers decision, we will be live on YouTube so you can stay Locked on Packers. <laughs>